This is a disclaimer that all of our thoughts and opinions shared in this episode are not affiliated with Spirit Live or Toronto Metropolitan University. All aboard the Hot Mess Express! Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is uh, your conductor, Maddie. And this is Taylor. And today we're going to talk about... We're just basically going to do a little wrap-up of our first year as it's coming to an end. It's it's uh, late March, we're going into April, we're going into exam seasons, and that means that we've been here for eight months almost. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah, so we'll. I guess we'll break down our first year and help give you guys some advice. Uh, not that we'll give you good advice, so... If yeah, coming- I'm not saying we were the runners of TMU by any means. No, we uh, we definitely are not the most successful uh, student life people here. I like, I don't know, for me, first semester was a little rough. I, I'm going to be quite honest. I didn't like my program. I didn't know anyone here. I missed home and I kind of went through like a really sad state for like how many months? I would say, like, at least two months of, like, solid sadness. Yeah. Like, I was going home almost every weekend. And that says a lot because we're from London and that's, like, an expensive train ride home and, like, basically a day trip just to get home. Yeah. So, it was, like, it was a little rough what I was going through. But now, second semester, I absolutely love it. And, like, also going back to first semester... With me hating my program, I thought I was going to drop out. Like, I... Yeah, at the beginning, we were basically all we had. Like, we were best friends, and, like, we didn't have very many other people we could reach out to. No, we had no friends. And <laughs> um, so then she threatened to drop out, and then I got really sad because <laughs> I was doing completely fine. But I took a gap year. Yeah. And I had the experience of all my friends leaving, and I'll give you, tell you this right now, if you're moving away from home at a new school, you're going to have a period of being sad. Mm-hmm. It, tap, it happened to every single one of my friends, and I had it, but it was because I stayed home. I think everyone in this transition has a period of, what am I doing? Yeah. No, definitely. And mine was, def- mine was like... I think I was just sad that I was in a program I didn't want to be in. I have never been away from home that long. It was winter. It was cold. And I felt like there was nothing to do. I think also, like, when you first come, you have to, like, turn yourself on. And you, like, are just, like, pushing through it. Like, yeah, you just are, like swimming to survive like orientation oh my god you are going to say hi to so many people and then never see them again yeah or you'll say hi to them all you'll like be friends with them you'll have full-on conversations with them in two months or even two weeks you will walk by them and not look at them you will not smile it's not even like oh you're such a bad person kind of thing it's just you find different people and you just I don't don't know what it is everyone kind of like filters into their own path Mm -hmm. 
and it's hard you can't keep in contact with I don't know like 30 new friends that you know nothing about that's like unrealistic no and in the beginning everyone's just trying it's like a race like you are trying to get as many friends as you can possibly have yeah I actually didn't care about that but yeah well you like you had that extra year to kind of figure yourself out and kind of know oh I don't want to be home I need yeah if you if you don't know what you want to do whatsoever in grade 12 I would actually highly suggest not doing anything well technically I did something I but like I would suggest just like waiting it out take like a gap year yeah because um wasting twenty thousand dollars on something you're not sure about and like hating it is not worth it yeah that's what I did I so I am in sport media right now, but my first option was always media production. And that's what I wanted to go into, like, since grade nine. And basically, when I applied, I didn't get in the first time. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll admit it. I didn't get in the first time as much as I hate to admit it. I will. Um, and so I got into sport media. And then I kind of, my thinking was, oh, that just means I can transfer into sport or into media production. No, it doesn't mean that. It means you have to do the whole application process again and you got to hope and pray. And anyway, I'm lucky that I actually did end up getting into media production for next year, but I'm starting off at year one again and my tr- my credits do get transferred, which I'm happy about, but I still have to do five years like everyone else. And I kind of wish I would have just taken a year off and tried again for media production instead of spending what twenty five thousand dollars like all my education savings are used up yeah like I'm drowning I'm gonna be drowning in debt I know the pressure people feel in grade 12 is like insane like you always have those people who know for sure what they're gonna do when they get in and your all your friends are leaving and I know you just want to like at least I did I just wanted to like keep up and also yeah I wanted to go like oh everyone's going to university everyone's gonna have these fun experiences and going home actually did suck for I mean staying home actually did suck but I think I learned and made so many mistakes that if I made here I probably would have dropped out (laughs) I don't think I could have handled making those mistakes here away from comfort yeah because I, like, did some stupid crap. <laughs> and then... But I could just go home to my mom. Yeah. I know. That's what I miss. I miss, like, going home to my mom and just giving her a hug. Like, the other day I was crying on the phone with her. I was like, I miss you. Like, <laughs> it's just hard because you don't have, like, your people. Like, obviously you have your people. Like, you're my, you're my person. But, like, you don't have your family. It's hard when you have, like, five people at home and then you come here and you only have, like, one person. Yeah. And then also, we had the disadvantage of our roommate situation wasn't ideal. Oh my gosh, yeah. So, I feel like we both have... And if this happens to you guys, like, you can get over it. Yeah, you can live with it. Like, it, there's going to be arguments. Sucks. It's going to suck, but... But it's okay. It's eight months. I But, like, when I walk into my apartment, it doesn't feel whatsoever mine. No. It feels like... A building that I'm trapped in. My room feels like mine, though. Yeah, but, like, my room, like, your room is only so big. And I don't know, like, if I need to go to the bathroom, like, I can't just go out in my underwear. I want to put clothes on. Like, that type of thing. Yeah, like, I have the roommate situation where they all 
have their guy friends over 24-7. Like, I don't even know how there's enough beds for them to sleep, but somehow they're always there till, like, 5 in the morning. So I, I don't have the luxury of, like, just rolling around in a sports bra. Like, yeah, just feeling comfortable in, like, the common spaces, I don't at all. I don't either. I feel uncomfortable every time I go in there. I feel like someone's going to just pop out and just mm-hmm. not do anything, but just, like, sit and watch me and be like do their own thing and they don't live there and I'm like why why are you here and I think I think that's like the experience people look forward to the most is like the common space is having like such an amazing dorm life and we didn't that was kind of this school is a lot different like a lot different than most Ontario schools yeah everyone's a commuter everyone's a commuter you know like the dorm party life like the that doesn't exist it doesn't exist at all like there's gonna be some dorm parties don't get me they're wrong. not it's not the same they're not the same it drinking on a wednesday a lot less common here unless you're like going clubbing on mm-hmm. a wednesday and that is hardcore that, that is hardcore and that's actually true because some of my western friends they all are like having wine oh wednesday. yeah and all you this can stuff have that like, with what? your close friends but it's it's not like it's not as much as a community, I'll say. Yeah, it's very... Like, the floors, like, the, we don't all hang out. At least, like, several floors in my building. Maybe a few have 20 yeah. group fr- people, friend groups, but it's less common here. Yeah, like, I don't leave my... I know that some people just, like, at Queens or whatever, my friends just leave their door open and people go in and out. Yeah. That's not the case here it's whatsoever. not, no. Unless it's, like, you're really close friends, people don't just come in and are like hey what's up and I think those other schools also have like there's only like three bars you can possibly go to because they're smaller cities Mm -hmm. so like those bars kind of have like a community or like dollar beer nights or like stuff like that and here there's so many options there's not a like a bar community either no and the thing is is that you get your advantages and your disadvantages yeah like we're literally in the middle of the city you get to see so much you are open to so many opportunities like half the things I'm doing here I would have never been able to do if I went to any other school but Mm -hmm. when it comes to traditional university things you think about you don't really get that here no but like I've only been here I've been here for eight months and I feel like I've barely done anything like I feel like there's so much more I can do yeah, I feel like I've only explored, like a like a w- w- one one hundredths of I the totally city, agree. not even. And if you do, I would. Our suggestion is, I think both of us, if you're feeling like really like down, like just go for a walk. Going for yeah. walks here are so they're interesting. Go for a walk. It's you always are gonna find something that you can look at and be like, what? The? Yeah. Yeah, especially Church Street. I think that's cool. We want to go to Cabbage Town. Yeah, there's... A, honestly, if you want, pick any direction and you'll stumble upon something kind of cool. Kensington, if you're ever in Kensington, shout out to the Organic Juice Press. <laughs> she uh, does not shut up about this. I will rave this to everybody. It's the best thing ever. It's basically, they make acai bowls, but, like, they're all natural. And, like, they use peanut butter. And, like... <laughs> I mean, I guess they all use peanut butter, but, like... They use all these funky toppings, like I think powder. I could be a millionaire if I owned the organic juice press and Maddie was my ambassador because she tells everyone yeah. about this place. I will hype it up. I even told, like, I tell everyone, everyone in London, I'm like, when you come to Toronto, you're going to the organic juice press. I'm waiting for the weather to get warm. 
so I can get my essay evil. Yeah. Right it's now, definitely it's good, but is it this level? I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. It beats everything. It's like, it's organic. It's healthy. Organic means crap all. No, it's healthy. It literally... No, the, the smoothies are healthy, but the word organic, don't listen to it. She's nutrition. She knows. <laughs> Okay, wait, going back to, I just want to go back to this, but was your mom fine? Like, was your family fine with you taking a year off? Not a year off, but like not going to university right away, going to Fanshawe? Um, My parents were actually, I got lucky. They were super supportive. My, actually, my like parents encouraged the college route cheaper mm-hmm. and they, they didn't have high education themselves overly and they they supported college and then they were fine with it but then once they saw how upset I was with it they knew it wasn't for me and then they like supported the change also they were they were supportive the entire time that's good yeah yeah I like I only say that because like I had the opposite where university to me wasn't really an option like it was a you mean college no university it wasn't an option it was like mandatory oh I see yeah from my not so much my dad like I really discussed with my dad like oh I don't know what I want to do like maybe I want to take a gap year and he was like well do what you want to do because it's going to cost you $25,000 so if you want to work and then try and figure out what you want to do do that but on the other hand like I love my mom so much but she's very much like I don't want to say old-fashioned because that's not the right word. Dana's definitely not old-fashioned. But when it comes... I think that point of view would be considered old-fashioned. Yeah. When it comes to, like, the education and work point of view, it's very much like you go to university for four years, even if you don't like to or don't want to. You get your degree. You become a nurse, teacher, doctor, engineer. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm really like what I'm trying to do is go into, like, the media and hosting and be a part of, like, that sort of workforce but for her like she doesn't get it she's supportive of me now that like I do all these cool things and she's like whoa like she doesn't really quite get it but she just likes watching me do it and she's like you know she'll share with all her friends but like it's very much you have to go to school you don't have a choice and like she tried to convince me to be a nurse and a teacher my whole life and I kept saying no and then like we'd get in arguments about it and it was just it wasn't fun for a little bit but I think I definitely lucked out, but I think um, my mom encouraged a gap year the whole time because my mom was also pressured into picking school. Mm. Like, she obviously values education, and she, like, thinks it's very good that I'm here, and I don't think she'd want me to just get my high school diploma, obviously. But, like, she was pressured, and she didn't know what she wanted to do, and now she's in a job she doesn't like. Yeah. So I think she's always just been like super supportive and I don't think I could have handled her not being no so I'm very thankful yeah that's lucky because like my mom she she likes what she does don't get me wrong like she loves being a nurse she loves the people all that stuff but I think she definitely has her days where she's like what am I doing and for her work is just kind of I go to work I don't want to say, yeah, the paycheck. Like, she'll work so much just to, like, get extra money. And I'm not saying that she doesn't love her job because she loves her job and she loves the people that she works with. But 
she very much thinks of work as oh this is how I support my family this is how I pay the bills Mm -hmm. rather than like something that she actually wants to do but for me it's like I know what I'm going into I'm probably going to make no money but I love it and that's the only thing that's going to make me happy I can't see myself like can't see myself being an engineer um or a doctor I can't even look at blood like the closest thing I get to blood is watching those TikTok videos of like the farmers cleaning out the hooves of cows (laughs) those pop up on my for you page every day probably because me i watch those you watch those too yeah i have like three accounts that i know what do you know what they're called they're called abscesses abscesses oh my gosh and then they like press down on them and like pus comes up yeah they're basically like pimples in a cow's hoof Ooh, Ooh. yeah i couldn't be a farmer either i guess we're uh distributing (laughs) this now um no but i don't i was lucky on the parent front and I think you can be if you really want to be successful you can be successful with no degree no degree yeah Yeah. I think in the world we live now you can basically do anything you want without a degree like you can become an entrepreneur create a crazy business and I'm not saying it's gonna be easy I'm not saying no I think it's gonna be really really hard I think the main ingredient to being successful is mostly hard work yeah and you have to have, like, some, like, gotta knowledge. Gotta be strategic. Yeah. But, like, you can't just, I don't know. You can't be like, oh, my gosh, I'm just gonna. You can't say you're gonna be rich and not do anything about it. Yeah. Like, you, I know people talk about, like, manifesting and, like, oh, I'm gonna, man, I'm manifesting being rich. And I'm like, I'm not dissing you on that. But the thing is, is, yeah, you can manifest it, but, like, you also gotta get up and do it. Like, if you just sit there and you're like, I'm just going to be rich. I'm just going to be rich. Like Unless you're inheriting that money, you know you're not. <laughs> yeah. Unless you, like, some out of a one in a million billion trillion chances, something, like, weird happens to you, uh, no, you got to get up and do it. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, that's just the hard truth. Okay, but we're going back to university. We're going back to TMU, okay? All right. Let's talk about coffee spots oh and that try every coffee spot that's seven dollars a coffee but it's a fun treat yeah it's like a it's like a reward (laughs) do you know that yeah (laughs) honestly though like i personally i like balzac's i like going and getting their iced caramel latte i know that sounds really basic and Mm -hmm. it really is but it it just tastes so good. You like the vanilla. Yeah, mine's actually worse order, but I wasn't going to admit my order. Yeah, no, you got to admit your order. I'm sorry. I'll be basic. I don't Mine's care. an iced vanilla latte. Sometimes I experiment, but it's good. I'm sorry. <laughs> or at Starbucks, I've been get- Starbucks at the SLC is always busy, so like don't go there if you're in a time crunch, but like is a good place. I always get the refresher, strawberry coconut refresher. Mm. I eat that up. I want to try the dragon fruit one, though. Mm. Um, let's change topics. Okay, um, we're switching it around. Going out in oh, Toronto. Oh Avoid gosh. fiction like the plague. Avoid it. I know everyone's going to be going there. <laughs> you finally admitted it. Yeah, I'll admit it. <laughs> Sorry. She used to say she liked going there. Yeah, fiction, it's, um, it's not the best. 
greatest place. It's so... A lot of people want to go there because when you first come to university, if you're straight from high school, you're 18, and mm-hmm. it's an 18 plus. But what it is, is it's like a crowded dance floor with mostly 18-year-olds, and then the upper level, there's old men. Yeah. Old and, men that are looking down at all these 18-year-olds. And on the dance floor, it gets pretty handsy. <laughs> I did not enjoy it. That's all I have to say. Mm-mm. It's, um... And, like, I don't know. It's a, it's very tight. And, like, you can't buy drinks there because you're 18. No. So, you're... And they'll rip you off. They will make, like, one person getting in will be $10. The next person will be 30 Like, they are so yeah. inconsistent about their prices. Save, just please save your $30. Save your $30. And, you know, Taylor, you're going to hate me for saying this, but... Go to a frat until you turn 19, and then when you turn 19, immediately get out of the frat and fric- fiction section of partying and go to an actual club or bar. Honestly, I would, over those two, I would pick going to the Ram or Rye. Yeah, the Ram and the Rye is It's fun. more chill. Okay, I think everyone, if you want, okay, if, if in high school you think you want this experience, I think everyone needs to get their, like, party phase out. Mm-hmm. So experience it. I'm yeah. saying I'm saying experience it, but I'm saying you might leave with a bit of experiences you didn't want. Yeah, but you know what? Try it, and maybe you'll love it. Yeah, like, I think you should... I'm not saying it's bad, to, at least a frat. Fiction, I would actually say probably don't go. See, I don't know. I feel like you gotta experience fiction, cause, just because everyone's gonna go there. But go with a group of friends. Don't go with, yeah. like, two people. Go with a bunch of people. And even, like, a frat... Go with a bunch of people because then if your friend is over, like, flirting with another guy, you can have somebody to talk to. Yeah. I, okay, maybe experience it once, but I'm just warning you it's going to be a bad experience for fiction. Yeah. I've, the amount of times I've heard in, like, the elevator or, like, just around, oh my god, I can never go to fiction ever again in my life. Like, worst experience ever. Countless times. Multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah. I mean, like, go to go to the frats a couple times. I know that sounds absolutely like, ew, the frats. But, like, it's where everyone's going to be going on a Friday and Saturday night, unfortunately. And they're all going to be at UFT because I don't even think TMU has any. And then, and then if you're looking, if you hate the frat setting, I would say Ram and the Rise more chill. Yeah. It's cool. It kind of gives you, like, a school pub. Yeah, it's like a pub bot. It's more chill. If you are absolutely loving the frats going crazy, stay in that lane. But the Ram and the Rise got a dance floor, and let me tell you, I have danced on that dance floor. Yeah, but I think it's a different vibe than a frat. It is, definitely. It's more like everybody's supporting everybody. Like, if that makes sense, everyone's just, like, doing their own thing. It's chiller. Like, the frat is, like, I don't even know. I can't even explain it. A frat is, like everyone's pushing everyone everyone's trying to get into the bathroom if you're in the bathroom for longer than 30 minutes you're getting the door busted down by the people in line it smells weird it's just most of the time you're on the hunt to make out with like to do to for people yeah you're on the hunt to make out with a guy you're on, people are on the hunt to have something happen that night and there's a lot of pressure around that and i think yeah. You can dance. I dance a little bit there. Yeah. Party. 
No, I'd say, um, you know what? If you're coming to TMU, experience everything, but definitely check out the Ram and the Rye. I think they they changed the name though. Oh yeah, sorry. I don't know what it what it's called now. It's um, it's literally right beside. It's kind of near DCC, by Oakham Cafe. In between, I'm sure if two. you Googled Ram and the Rye, it would pop up, even though it has a new name. No, yeah, no, and you'd figure it out what it is. You you'll figure it you'll out. Figure like you'll walk out. by one day and they'll hold an event and like. It's not too hard. And to then, if you are of age, though, I would say avoid all places said above. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Yeah. No. If you're that was that was the worst adjustment for taking a gap year. Everyone else has to grow up. Well, you already did. <laughs> yeah. No. I would. Yeah. That's what I kind of feel bad is that you've already like between us two is that you've already had all the experiences like you've already had all the college experiences and then when you came here you kind of had to go through them again with me yeah because I obviously I had I was like in high school like I didn't have the college experiences you did so you had to watch me go through all that Mm -hmm. and most of it I just would rather not do it all yeah, exactly. Again, again. Like, I think, I, every, like I said, everyone needs to do it once. But I don't think you're going to be popping off at a frat next year when you don't have to. No, definitely not. I want to go to the Maddie. Yeah. I hear good things about that. Well, anyway, that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. I hope we gave you some insights about what's going on at TMU if you're going to be here next year. Or if, like... Just, like, first year in general. Yeah, even if you're first year, if you can relate to this, like, may, hopefully make, like, we're not crazy and we're not saying all the wrong things <laughs> and, like, other people are having these issues, too. Um, but we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Peace out.